Yay. <clears throat> the natural order. Such a beautiful sound. The centropic nature of life. It feels nice. Wh what does it mean? What does it look like? How do we word it? How do we talk about it? We are, we've come collectively um, through this beautiful moment in time, through the end of the Luciferic paradigm and experiment, the old order in which we were all programmed and dedicated to use a whole string of syntax and language called spelling that has really been about being able to name pretty much everything we don't want and what we don't like and what we hate and some of the things that we love. But predominantly the focus has been about having language to describe everything that is entropic, luciferic, demonic, satanic. They have given it all to us. Not, not openly, but, you know, we discovered it. We worked out what was going on. We're being cult programmed. We're, we're being um, raised in a matrix that is a, that's a bad copy of the original metric. But what is that original metric? Because we can point all we want to this old order and we can name all the Luciferic syndications and networks and, and we can talk about everything that life is not. What does that say? That says really nothing because we're not talking about what life is. What is the living, the spirited metric of mother nature? What is that centropic nature of life, that living pulse, that, that spirited, self-sentient metric that beams and glows through every blade of grass and every bird that flies by? It comes from, to us from the sun. It extends itself into the greater patterns of the universe. The entire cosmos is ridden with purpose and melody in a symphony that is so harmonic and we have been we decided to fall back and lose all of that awareness and what this new age this new era is here for us to rapidly really rapidly integrate within our new languaging our new syntax our new comprehension what we are benefiting, really starting to activating from within is how to express, how to articulate, how we can harmonize ourselves with the centropic nature of life. That is one of abundance. That is one of collaboration. That is one of prosperity. That is one of unconditional love. But, ooh, there's another one of those words, unconditional so it's, it's not conditional love. So if it's not conditional love, then what is it? We have still a lot of words in our English language that we really benefit assessing and radically inquiring with to see if they're ever going to be allowing us through the perception that our language gives us is it allowing us to see what the future is? And of course, this future is bright and it's beautiful. 
But what are the ways and what are the means and what are those subtle programs and contracts that are just simply intertwined into how we express, how we give word and how we authorize our manifestations of what we want to bring about. And this is where I have openly been sharing and continue to be a voice piece to this consciousness. I've been embodying and returning to my own human nature for a number of years. And, and my task, my hero's journey, my gift and also my talent has been to really submerge myself into this language of images of the future, of the new earth, of, of the wholeness, of the symbiosis and the interconnectedness that our ancient wisdom traditions have also spoken around. The weaving of the patterns and how these weavings come together. And in our languaging, we benefit actively starting to verb, not just verbalize, but to engage in verbing because our English language is a still language. It's a language of dead nouns that are stagnant forms that are not moving and non-living concepts and constructs of humans' consciousness. And so the nouns that we use when we are aware of them, that they are human created fantasies that have no basis in reality, that's awesome. Then we can call whoever we wanna call a title because they are acting in that position. But we've been sort of duped into the belief system that there's such a thing as a king and there's such a thing as a queen and a pope and, and whatever else. The reality is that we are all equal human beings and there is not one single human being on the earth that is worth anything more than another. Somebody may think, well, but this person is more special. Well, how would we equate that in value? Shall we start naming how many marbles somebody is worth in comparison to somebody else? No, we are naturally all equally born under this beautiful, magnificent sun, moon, and stars. What do we do with all of that? How do we give expression to all of that? The study of syntropy applied on human ecology is the study of human nature. Who are we? What is human nature? And that is freedom, self-sovereignty, the freedom of external agency, and yet collaboration and co-creation with each other for the benefit of all life to prosper and all life, all living life to be able to express itself and become utilized for its own unique function to give rise to the greater totality of our expression here. We are part of Mother Earth. What are we able to give rise to as the pinnacle of also unique life density? We carry a capacity to dream into being a new reality. Yes, dolphins dreams and yes, whales, they dream. There's so many creatures that have a beautiful capacity to imagine. But what we have as gardeners with opposing thumbs, with two feet and a straight up spine, the mammals that we are, the homo sapiens, we have unique gifts and talents to be custodians, caretakers, stewards onto this earth plane. 
And what is that role and function? Well, currently, we can just look a day away in the past and look at the old order. And we can look at a whole range of things of what that all isn't and never was. And the question then becomes, so what is that? Well, it is restorative actions, regenerative activities. It is reconnecting and re-enabling really our nature and re-enabling nature to thrive. And when we attune ourselves to what nature already is doing, when we come back to our syntropic nature and we get out of judgment and we get out of all this dualistic narrative or right and wrong and good or bad, no, we stay in the present and we are curiously open to bear witness to what the intelligence from within, that, that source code actually has to deliver for us, then all we have to do is show up for it and push, make it happen. And that is why we are here. That is why we are gathered. That is why we as humans have as a collective, as a, as a soul family participated in this beautiful Luciferic experiment that yesterday came to an end. And the ending of that is a beautiful new beginning where in rapid, rapid motion, humanity will have the opportunity to not only attune itself to this new timeline, but to have the language, to have the knowledge. And that already is with us. It's already here. We don't need to dig anywhere. We don't need to go into some old library books to figure out what the Cathars all knew and how we can remember what they know. Come home to self. Come home to you. Come home to your connection with your divine source and allow through your willingness for that source to inform all of you and your actions will be right actions and your choices will be constituted in abundance-based orientations for the benefit and betterment of life. Because the syntropic nature of life and what it is here in its own expression, not to be, it is just what it does, how it lives. It is accumulating into its ecosystem continuously more quantity and quality of life. And as the life density increases, it has the capacity to give rise to even more complexity. That's where rainforests come into being. And from those rainforests, rivers start flowing. We as a human species, have our own internal agroforest, our mind gardens to start tending to. And we can just uproot every little entropic entity or plaguing little thought pattern there and say, thank you, no thanks. I know why I'm here and I know who I am. I am a custodian and guardian of both this garden. And as I tend this mind garden, I tend the earth. I tend to the loving kindness and care that we carry within us all naturally. And I give expression to that open-heartedly. And why? Because it is soul fulfilling. And if we follow that pulse, we will be following our bliss. And on that journey, there will be many opportunities to purify and renew our mind song, to have it come 
into more harmony, uh, into the symphony of life. And there's some unlearning to do there. And there's some remembering to engage in because it's already there, already. Everything is within. There's no external agent that could really take you there. But you can choose, if you're willing, to make a willful choice to proclaim your alignment, your allegiance to life, to earth, to the living, to the sovereignty of the humans all around us, to operate ourselves and to navigate ourselves in bioresonance to the pulse of life. And that is the love force, the love force that runs through all of our veins is imbued into ourselves through the spirit that we truly are. And all we have to do is just step away sometimes to let that love force come through and deliver. And as we feel that push for delivering, you act and you keep acting on those pushes. And for that, there is so much available already all around us. And we are so openly sharing here from such a broad and in-depth knowledge base of how to do that. Because there will be lots of questions. And then as the humans that we are in a natural human ecology, we share. The sharing is caring. And we openly make everything available that from our own experience has really worked. And we question whether it is really serving life or whether it's still taking from it. And as we become stewards of our own mind song, we attune our harmony to that of how life works and how life operates. We will see that very swiftly and shortly, our own individual lives will become a whole new experience. And my course in Syntropy is originally called A Course in Miracles. And that was scraped out. Um, miracles are the syntropic nature of life and, and they will be sense felt to be that way simply because it is such a fast difference from where we came and where we're going together, hands in hands, is going to be a brilliant, bright, new beginning. So that is a choice for everyone every day to brave yourselves to make yourself available and to be willing. And I feel that that is what we are here all choosing for. <laughs>